Welcome to Straight or Not podcast episode, your go-to source for the most fascinating insights into animal behavior and neuroscience. I'm your host, Christine. Today, we're venturing into a world of small-sized furball creatures, the world of rodents. We have often heard about their heterosexual behaviors and how they can be used in research studies to unlock human behaviors. But there's another aspect of their lives that's equally intriguing. Yes, we're talking about how rodents develop their partner preferences. More specifically, could they have the potential to explore romance with their same-sex counterparts? There's a whole universe of rodent romance and behaviors we're about to explore. So buckle up and let's get started on this journey. In the world of rodent romance, a fascinating aspect comes to the forefront. The role of olfactory cues in partner selection. Male rats have a unique way of using scent to pick out potential mates. It's like their own version of a dating app, but instead of swiping right, they're sniffing out possibilities. A study that examined the effect of Astro's olfactory cues, that's essentially the scent signals given off by female rats, revealed some captivating differences between sexually experienced and naive male rats. It turned out that, for the Casanovas of the rat world, those with some romantic encounters under their belts, picking up on these feminine scents is almost second nature. They showed a strong preference for the olfactory cues from females in heat compared to sexually naive males. This is more than just a preference. Exposure to these female scents actually ramped up dopamine levels in their brain reward center, the nucleus accumbens. That's the brain getting a hit of feel-good chemicals. But here's where it gets even more interesting. For male rats who are new to the dating scene, the sexually naive male rats, the female scents don't have the same effect. They don't show a preference for the female odors, nor do they experience the dopamine surge in their nucleus accumbens. Another study dived even deeper into the brain's role in these behaviors. It's not just about the scents and the immediate responses to trigger. There's a lasting impact on the brain itself, particularly in male rats. This research focused on a specific aspect of the brain called CFOS induction in the nucleus accumbens shell, a region heavily involved in the brain's reward system. The findings? Well, it turned out that even having only one sexual experience could significantly boost CFOS expression in response to the scent of estrous females. What does this mean? Essentially, once a male rat had a sexual experience, his brain's response to female cues changed, and it's a long-term alteration in how his brain processes these signals. This suggested that the act of copulation does more than just fulfill a momentary desire. It rewires the brain in a way that alters the male rat's perception of potential mates. This opens up a whole new perspective on their dating pool. Without a strong attraction to the female sin, these naive males might not have been as inclined to pursue only female partners. Now, Let's take a turn into another aspect of rodent relationships. A study explored how male rats might develop same-sex partner preferences through exterior reinforcement. 
Imagine when male rats shared a space under the subtle influence of quinpyrrole, a D2 agonist, or the famed love hormone, oxytocin. What unfolded was the development of same-sex preferences. This same-sex preference in rats wasn't just a random occurrence. It wasn't dependent on the size of certain brain areas known for their role in sexual behavior. It turned out that the social setting intertwined with these neurochemical influences was the perfect recipe for shaping their romance preferences. In the study, same-sex partner preference occurred many days after the last pharmacological manipulation. And it was inferred when a male displayed more social and sexual behaviors towards the male he previously cohabited with, even if a sexually receptive female rat was concurrently available as a partner choice. Moreover, conditioned males preferred a male over a female as he spent more time together with the male, around 70% of the time, and displayed more visits, body contacts, and genital investigations. In addition, they displayed what appeared as female-like solicitations, which is an indication of female sexual perceptivity. As we journey deeper into the world of rodent relationships, you might also have been wondering, what about their female counterparts? The story of romance and attraction in the rodent world was only half told without understanding the sexual behaviors of female rats. Now, let's shift our focus to female rats and see what new perspectives they could offer in our exploration of animal attraction and sexual preferences. Imagine a world where the key to who you are attracted to lay not in the heart, but in the brain's chemical messengers. This study took female mice and altered their brain's ability to produce serotonin, a neurotransmitter often associated with happiness and well-being. The results? Quite astonishing. These female mice began displaying a marked preference for female genital orders over males and even engaged in increased mounting behaviors with other females. It's like flipping a switch in the brain that suddenly changed their romantic interests. What's particular here is that these behavioral shifts weren't linked to the changes in mice sex hormone levels. It's a clear indication that serotonin played a more direct role in determining sexual preference than previously thought. The study went on to show, through both pharmacological and genetic experiments, that serotonin was crucial for maintaining stereotypical heterosexual preferences in adult female mice. Another study further challenges our understanding of sexual behavior in rodents. This research looked into the genetic factors that could influence sexual preferences and behaviors. The study centered on a gene known as Fucos mutarotes, or FUCM for short. In an intriguing twist, researchers found that female mice lacking this gene exhibited behaviors typically associated with male mice. These behaviors included reduced sexual receptivity, known as lordosis, and even engaging in male-typical behaviors like mounting. What's more, these FUCM knockoff females displayed a preference for female urine, suggesting a shift in their sexual preference. 
this revelation implied that a single genetic alteration could have great effects on sexual behavior and preference. The scientists speculated that these behavioral changes were linked to the neurodevelopmental alterations in the preoptic area of the brain, an area crucial for sexual behavior. This alteration made the brain of these knockoff females resemble that of a typical male rat. They also observed a reduction in fucosylated alpha fetoprotein, which might have contributed to this behavioral shift. As we wrap up today's episode, it's clear that the journey through the world of rodent romance and relationships is full of surprises. From the alluring power of scent preference, seafoss induction, and conditioned same-sex partner preferences in male rats, to alter brain's ability to produce serotonin and the influence of genes like FUCM in female mice, they challenge our perceptions of sexual behavior as aesthetic trait, showing us the fluidity and adaptability in nature. Each of these studies we've explored today as a unique piece to the puzzle of understanding sexual behavior and preference among rodents. Thank you so much for joining me in today's Straight or Not podcast. And I look forward to bringing you more stories from the world of animal behavior and neuroscience in our future episodes. Until then, keep wondering, exploring, and appreciating the incredible world of animals around us.